Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Open, open your, your hearts. Oops, I almost said open your butts. <laughs> I'm just going to go with it. Open your butts. All right, ready? Open your butts. Loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. We're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners. Naomi, where are you at right now tonight, the day we're recording this? You're you're going to go to Largo and open for Amy Mann. Yes, I am. And I got to get my head in the game. <laughs> it's just so funny because, you know, today was definitely one of those days, classic Paragon day, where <laughs> you wake up, walk the dog, eat a meal. And then go back to bed uh, until about 3.30 p.m. And so... And alternate between sleeping and watching uh, a Korean drama on Netflix. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rugal, but we'll talk more about that on the Patreon. <laughs> um, but um, So I'm like now like, okay, let's get yeah. into uh, show mode. Yeah. And, you know, I'm so nervous that this audience is not going to like me, but... I'm sure they it's will. It's fine. I'm sure they will. You know, 
Well, ha- will this focus your mind? We talk about the- when I went to go get the recording equipment in the uh, in the office. I saw on the printer uh, our Thanksgiving order. I guess you ordered from Whole Foods. Is that right? Yes, I ordered from Whole Foods. The last two years, I just feel like. I've cooked Thanksgiving once, like all of it from scratch, and I hated it. <laughs> and, you know, um, I, it's good to know I did it. You know, I like uh-huh. made a turkey for once. It's like, okay, cool. It can happen. But um, I don't want to. Um, so. You too could make a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. So, uh, but I looked at it and it is uh, primarily rolls and mashed potatoes, which me, I, uh, I I think it's a beautiful thing. I It feels like you see me. Yes. That you know what, what is in my soul, which is just starches. Well, it is a very star- starch heavy. Uh, you didn't notice that I also ordered two stuffings and that was really for me. You know, so where you have sure. rolls, I have stuffing. Uh, I see. I see. Oh, I didn't order a gravy. Got to get that. Oh, well, yeah. Get on that. It's okay. But I got a bunch of stuff. And then the two things that I will cook. I will actually cook, but I'll just buy, buy those items, you know, closer to. But what are those yeah. two things? Well, for you, honey glazed carrots. Oh, thank you. You like them, uh-huh. and it's like a thing that I can make that's very easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say also before we get to the second thing. I, I hope, guys, guys, listeners, I hope you're you're on the edge of your seat for whatever the second thing is. But um, I gotta say that uh, tofurkey not great. No, if I'm gonna have a. Uh, you know, the Thanksgiving I want. It's primarily going to be mashed potatoes, rolls, honey glazed carrots, maybe some green bean casserole. Okay, wow. And then maybe if I do need a protein, mm-hmm. some nuggets. <laughs> corn, um, by the way, corn. Because corn. did you know this Morningstar Farms owned by Kellogg's? I know. Kellogg's on strike. Do not get Morningstar Farms. Right. But corn, as far as I know. Yep. I mean, every corporation is awful, but like, right. as far as I know, at the very, at, at this the moment, moment, at the you moment, are allowed to eat corn. Whoever makes corn. Is not actively (laughs) not actively being a bastard. It's it's such a terrible name for something. It's like you're already not the thing you're even pretending to be, and the fact that you would then be like, "We're not even going to use the word corn. We're going to go corn." But it's made out of mushrooms. So why don't they use like a mushroom pot? They should call it shroom nugget, or you know, a fun guy. Ooh, but it's spelled like fun guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll talk to the marketing. Those are all bad ideas. But (laughs) now, Naomi, everyone's been waiting. On tenterhooks, what is that second item you are making for Thanksgiving next week? Mac and cheese, baby. Gotta make it. Gotta, gotta have homemade mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. I've yet to really make it well, but I will not give up until I can come up with a bomb macaroni and cheese. Toast some breadcrumbs on top? No. Huh? Absolutely not. That's sick. Interesting. Uh, there'll be cheese on top. You're going to have a hard, cheesy crust on top. That's the good stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of holidays, Naomi. Uh-huh. In the Dulce Sloan episode, there was an advice question about a mixed faith couple. The guy in the couple is Jewish, woman, Christian, Catholic maybe? I can't remember exactly. Something to do with Jesus. Something. Uh, <laughs> but they had made, you know, they've been together for a long time. and They, they made a pact, you know, uh, uh, no trees, mm-hmm. no trees. Mm-hmm. All right. That is their pact that they mm-hmm. have made. Uh, and now with the, the pandemic and everything, she can't go home. Yes. Where is where she would get the tree yes, that I she craves that she so craves. Yeah. He doesn't want it. Right. Now I think there was uh that wasn't that wasn't even the main problem. I think the thing was, at the very least, all right, no tree. She wanted to do some kind of like not even holiday card, but just card yeah. around New Year's. A seasonal card. A seasonal Literally card. A seasonal card. Anything that says Tis the season, and he was like, "Absolutely yeah. not." And even even that was a step too far. He he, I believe the 
I don't think she phrased it like this, but I believe it was something like it was a a a holiday card in wolf's clothing yes, or something yes, like yes. that. He was like, oh, uh, New Year's is just more Christmas. <laughs> and it's like, no one has ever said that. Yeah. But okay. And I believe we came down on the side that like, I always said like, yes, a tree's too far. I don't, I, that's a symbol. We'll, we can, you'll hear in some of these responses. <laughs> uh, but a, a card, not even a holiday card, just a card right, around right. this time. All right, now you're now you're on your high horse a yep. little too much. Yep. Now your horse that's a, and that's the tallest horse I've ever seen in my life. Honey, that horse is on stilts. That's a war horse on Broadway. <laughs> All right, huge. Yeah. And you know how tall the stages are on Broadway? That's one high horse. That horse is so fucking high. It had 30 edibles. All right. So we got a lot of responses. All right, and I'm just gonna. First of all, this came in after we recorded, mm-hmm. but this is from the the original person. Okay, with yes, an addendum. Yes. Ooh, addendum. A little, little more context that might help with the question. My husband has a lot of anger at being excluded from the dominant culture his whole life. Mm, is he from Pennsylvania as well? And his hatred of Christmas. I don't hate. I, well, I no, do dominant agree, culture, but though. I do agree because I'm like you, as you always say, as a Jew from Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh, and his hatred of Christmas is one reaction to that. So he feels that by decorating our house in twinkly lights or getting a wreath or sending a New Year's card, in quotes, that his culture disappears yet again. And it has invaded the last place he feels safe from it in his own house. Now, I decorated our house with Hanukkah garlands last year. I initiated us doing Shabbat dinner every night almost five years ago. I've memorized the prayers I participate in and even mm-hmm. take the lead on the major Jewish holidays in our house. Mm-hmm. The question is, how much should I ask of him to participate in the dominant culture as someone who feels persecuted by it? That See, that's where it gets a little interesting. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like, okay. Now, uh, someone wrote us on Twitter. There were a lot of responses. I just took a couple and I actually had to edit them down. Because we got a lot from Twitter. Andy, hope you and Naomi are well. I wanted to reach out as I listened to the latest episode. And I am a Jewish man dating a shiksa. For now, she's converting. Whoa. <laughs> okay, you see, but do you see what these women are doing? Continue. And I wanted to add to what you were saying about Christmas trees, as I think I feel the same way. And I have had this conversation with my partner, and we do have a nice understanding on it. Mm. For me, Christmas trees are such a pervasive part of both American and Christian culture Mm -hmm. that putting one up where I live never felt like an option because Christmas trees were always a sign that we didn't belong, to me at least. When wintertime rolls around in America, there's Christmas trees all over the place at every business and offices, etc. And it's not even a thought. For them, it's just during this time, the tree goes up. But that doesn't represent me or my culture, and I always felt like it was exclusionary. For example, I used to work somewhere that would put up a giant Christmas tree in the break room every year. There was never a menorah. I always wanted to bring one and leave it there and just see what would happen, but whatever. (laughs) I digress. With the way Christmas feels like such a national holiday in America, when the two come together, it feels like society really shoving it in my face. You don't belong. Mm. Mm -hmm. And what do my partner and I do? She has free reign over the holiday decorations aside from that. And her being the incredibly kind and thoughtful person that she is, went out and got blue and white tinsel and lights and put them all over the apartment. I really don't deserve her. She's the best. And now she's converting. And there's uh, the uh, Shrug emoji. shruggy smiley emoji uh-huh. thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Although, here's the thing. Hanukkah is a very minor holiday. I'm going to I'm gonna say that. It only ha- it's only elevated. I've said this before. Mm-hmm. It's like taking a picture of you and a celebrity yeah. on Instagram. Right. Right. People are liking that because of the celebrity, not because of you. All right. So folks? what you're saying is so Hanukkah is the rando. Hanukkah is you. And Christmas is the celebrity. And Christmas is Jeff Goldblum in that photo okay. on Instagram. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They're liking it for Jeff Goldblum. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Um, 
I want to see Yom Kippur become a national holiday here. Day of Atonement. It doesn't get more Jewish than atoning. <laughs> atoning and not eating. And also Passover. You know, it, pick pick one holiday where the food's like either non-existent or, or really lame. Good. Oh, lame. Okay, so something a real struggle. Yeah, much struggle. Can we all agree? Jews and non-Jews alike. Mats is no good. <laughs> okay, this comes to us from Gmail. I don't know if they wanted their name, so I'm just going to say what their job is. They're a cantor. Oh, snap. So we're getting some real... We have religious people listening to this podcast? Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Wow, wow, wow. We're getting some real tea, and it is flavored like the Dead Sea. <laughs> Spill that Dead Sea. <laughs> uh, keep so going, dumb. please. Hey, Naomi and Andy. Love the show. Thanks for all the laughs and insight. I want to address the recent episode where the caller was struggling with her Jewish husband not wanting Christmas in his home. Mm. I think you have may I think you may have missed the mark on this. <gasps> okay, tell us, Cantor. First, hearing only her perspective, which I know wasn't your choice, leaves out a hugely important part of the story, his feelings. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that you might empathize with her seeing as she presented it as him being unreasonable. But this ain't about, quote unquote, blue and silver decorations or him just, quote, getting on board with his shiksa wife. Huh. Okay, Cantor. For many Jews growing up in North America, Christmas and Christian supremacy. Whoa. Supremacy has been oppressive. It doesn't matter if he's practicing or not. The history of oppression of non-Christians and specifically Jews is the important factor. Hmm. He has to manage Christmas in the whole country. And he wants his home to be Christmas free. I get that. Okay. The issue is that it doesn't sound like the caller was even trying to understand why he feels this way. Now, I wrote back to this person just as a parenthesis, and I said, We have an addendum. I'm I'm, I'm with you. However... I think where the sticking point is the is the card is the non denominational card. Yeah, I'm like get the stick out of your butt. <laughs> that is, I I am on board with all this stuff. It is the is the non denominational. But also we have the addendum, so I think the cantor will also hear the addendum, which mm. is, are the feelings of the other person. Um, y'all seem to blame him for not telling her, but you don't know that that's true. Again, we also don't. Again, like uh-huh, you, of course, the, like this writer says, you know, we don't have control over this yeah, other yeah, person's yeah, yeah, side. Yeah. Maybe he has, and she has chosen not to listen. Kind of like how when you, Andy, tried to explain to Dulce why you don't want a Christmas tree in your home, and she yeah-butted you the whole way. (laughs) True. Uh, Of course, in a marriage, there has to be some compromise, and it sounds like his compromise is going to her parents to celebrate Christmas each year. That's huge. Mm -hmm. If she wants more, then she needs to be sensitive to him. Mm -hmm. The powerful many must learn to respect the oppressed few. Mm. Thanks so much for listening. Wow, Cantor. Okay, okay. Break it down. Tell us that truth. You know, it's very interesting for me to hear as someone, you know, again, because I grew up, not only did I go to a predominantly Jewish school, like I was going to say Jewish school, even though it's like it wasn't Jewish, but everyone was Jewish. Uh, Also in New York City, in Manhattan, where like, you know, the way you say like every office building in New York, every office building does have a menorah and a tree. Granted, there's time when that menorah is a little too tiny and the tree real, real large. Yeah. But I didn't grow up seeing them to the point where when you told me that Hanukkah is a minor holiday, I was like, but, but it's everywhere and we're doing the presents. See, this is the thing where I'm like, I'm the, the, uh, the, I think for you, it would have been like a, not a small town necessarily, but like a rural school with just you were like one of the few black people if you had gone to that you might get this flavor this specific yes, flavor because yes, yes, you did yes. go to a school that was predominantly white so it's not i'm right. not saying like it's not like you right but yes but it, it was, but this particular flavor is uh-huh. very, it's so specific so, yeah all right uh and uh we got a voicemail i thought this was very funny okay. so let's listen love a voicemail let's listen to this Hi, Naomi and Andy. This is Sunny in Philadelphia. For the caller who her husband was raised Jewish and she was raised Catholic and she 
can't quite figure out what to do about this holiday card. I used the nanny for the loveliest couple, um, loveliest people who the wife was raised Jewish and the husband was was raised Christian. Um, and also, sorry if this is rambly, I'm stoned in the bath. And I had, I don't know what advice you've given yet, actually, because I had to respond right this second. Um, this is something we just forget because I'm a little stoned. Anyway, this lovely couple that I used to work for, um, what they did was they send, an, and, and they still do it, they send an end-of-year letter, and they have so much fun with it. They do it in an email, and they love theater. So every year, the wife rewrites lyrics of some great song from a musical, like, say, Look at Me, I'm Sandra D but she'll rewrite it to be all about what the family's done over the year. And they'll talk about vacations they took and things the kids did at school. They include pictures of their dogs. They'll talk about sort of like if things have changed with either one of the parents, like the dad runs marathons that's usually in there, or if they've like volunteered together or somebody got a new job, they put it all into the lyrics of the song. And it's so wonderful and creative and something that I absolutely look forward to every year. So along those veins, what I'm suggesting to this um, caller, again, no idea if somebody already suggested something like this because I can't keep these thoughts in my brain, um, is like maybe you and your husband could try to find something really fun and creative to do together. Like I'm sure he's not just a 100% grouch because you're married to him. Um, but I know the Christmas thing is a bummer, but, like, maybe you can come up with something that's a tradition just for your family where he gets to flex, like, some creative skill or something you can get excited about that really is, like, here's the year in review as we embark onto another. Okay. Stoned in the bathtub. <laughs> Loving you sending us information. You got cut off, but you did get to the point. And that is nice. You're right. So if someone's like, okay. Let's just like tell people what's up with us. I mean, yeah, yeah. a creative project together. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not like a parody of a uh, musical song, right? Maybe it's a parody. Maybe do a parody. Hey, stick it to the dominant culture. Do a parody of a Mariah Carey Christmas song. <laughs> really weird, Al. Enough. Yeah. What's, what's the main Mariah Carey Christmas song? All like I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is. Juice. No, sorry. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. I was trying to think of a of a weird out thing, which would be food, but just literally food. All I want for Christmas is food. <laughs> hey, not hey, weird out. You listening to this? Weird out. Are you listening? First of all, if you are, we'd love to have you on the show. But um, <laughs> um, speaking of having people on the show, Naomi. Wow, loving these segues. Our guest today, old friends of ours, old times. Old How beautiful! And I feel like old friends that we. Learned about in a new light. Oh yeah, so I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to spoil good, it. But there was a stunning, uh, jaw-dropping stuff for me. We are talking to comedians, writers, podcasters Dan Klein and Kelly Hudson. You may know Dan from his work as a writer on Great News, on Sunny Side, on Speechless. Okay, he's AP out here. Bio. AP Bio, honey, he's out here doing the work. Dan also co-hosts the podcast Bible Brothers, which I have guested on, and I did have to like mm. listen to them read the Bible. And still waiting for my invitation. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly 
hosts the podcast what are you into which is just getting in deep you actually let's yeah no i'm saying just not, getting in yeah, deep and hear, i think you're gonna like it i think in this uh what her topic is and uh yeah yeah some interesting stuff about some people we've known for over a decade i know i loved it i love it i love it honey it was open hearts loose butts mm-hmm. which is what we're all about so right before we get to dan and kelly real quick you guys wanted to remind you sunday november 21st 5 p.m pst we are having a ct qp mental health check-in couples therapy quarantine party now we've did we did those weekly during the quarantine yes uh, on wednesday afternoons and we thought yeah you know some people have been asking for like you know i think a a, a very nice cool community of people built up around it but you know what anyone can watch anyone can watch twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod ain't that the truth this sunday this sunday 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 (laughs) there's gonna be bits we'll be chatting we'll be answering questions in the twitch chat so uh tune in it's gonna be a fun time all right all right you guys now let's get into dan and kelly roll it i don't know if i've ever had like a normal conversation with you guys i don't know if i've ever had a like uh actual conversation okay Mm -hmm. interesting no no because you're bit boys B-O-I. You guys are bit boys B O I. Non gender oh specific. God. That Am encompasses Uh-huh. It's true, Kelly. That's I think Kelly has the heart of someone who's not a bit boy, but you have the mind of a bit boy. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get sorry, I'll let you finish your thought, Andy, and then I'll No, talk let's more do a bit instead. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm just saying bit boy. B-O-I encompasses the entire gender spectrum. Absolutely. You can be and a bit boy. You can be a woman, a girl, mm-hmm. a boy, mm-hmm. a man. And be mm-hmm. bit boy. Non-binary. So, yes. Non-binary bit boy. So that, that's that's what I was thinking when I was like uh, thinking about talking to you guys. I'm, but also, Kelly, you see you guys are in therapy. So I'm like, okay, this is going – is your love language bits? And then have – no. 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 <laughs> Hell no. Well, okay. I would say mine is. I love a bit. Mm, I yeah. Can be, I can be aroused by a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. A funny woman. I'm just like, uh-huh, go on. <laughs> That's you, sweet. Did yeah. you have like pictures of Tina Fey in your locker in high school? <laughs> basic, I, I would have. If, I'm, uh, if I wasn't OCD to the point that I wouldn't put anything in my locker because it would Draw attention. And I also wouldn't know how to like organize it. It was too overwhelming (laughs) for me to do that. So everything I had is like very standard, you know, how it's um, given to you. Mm. Like I never decorate uh, my office. Uh huh. Mm. Uh huh. I'm that same way. I'm that same way. I I don't really, I don't know where to start. Nope. And I'm like, what is the item of art that will represent my interests and personality for years to come? I'm like, I don't know. Forget it. Forget it. How about nothing? I'm done. (laughs) So then you just have this very sad, drab room. I don't know. For both of you. Oh, yeah, bit boys. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no. I'm not going to pull us back to that yet. But for both of you, in terms of art, you can't just like look at a print and be like, oh, I find that aesthetically whatever, pleasing. But Uh, do I have to have it? If it it does something, if it like inspires something in you. It doesn't. (laughs) It's too final, I think, for Dan. It's too final, and he feels he'll be judged for it. Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Talk yes. about therapy. And it's the same with clothes. <laughs> Clothing yeah. for Dan, too, it needs to be neutral enough. It needs to express himself a tiny bit, like a, a fun color pop here and there. But it needs to be very neutral so that it doesn't start like a, Whoa. It doesn't draw attention. Yeah, where someone's like, what are you doing? You Let know? me tell you, I was a sneaker freak before like sneaker culture became... 
you know, ubiquitous. When mm-hmm. I met him, he was a sneaker freak. And uh, people would point it out at improv shows. And then I was like, I'm done with I'm this. Stopping. I'm stopping. <laughs> wow. can't, I can't handle being known as like the sneaker guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This so I stopped. This is very interesting because <laughs> yeah, do you sort like of sad. You want to say something, but I want to say something. You go first. Well, Uh-oh. you know, it's interesting because, in a way, you know, da- Daniel, um, you contain multitudes, mm. in that you know you <laughs> yeah, really give off. Wait, I'm not the, done. You're the leaves of grass person. We've talked mm. about this kind <laughs> of person you. before. You because. You, to me, I think of you as like this happy-go-lucky bit boy who could just make jokes until two in the morning. But yeah, then I which also is true. know which is true. underneath there is a yeah. lot of anxiety. Oh, Horrible. Yes. And a crippling amount. Hot lava yes, field. Exactly. But, and yet it manifests in such joy and constant motion. It, yeah, constant motion is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just noticing that I think our, our son is the most energetic person I've ever met in my life, and he definitely gets it from me. <laughs> we definitely got a baby Dan. Yes, and um, <laughs> this Dan. morning, he spent this morning running up and down the driveway. <laughs> just, just like going until back, it was up, time to go. J- yeah, it was. he was just running. And even when it was time to was go, he was him. like, he was hugging the basketball net pole and being like, oh, just and I was like, feels. please get in the goddamn car. And he, and I, and then I, he goes, I was, I was talking to the car and I was like, wow. Okay. See I think later, he dude. was trying to make the same shape with his mouth that the front grill of the car has. Wow. I, it's very odd, but it was like a, me standing there just being like, we could be going to preschool, but you're playing, you know? So, yes, there is that energetic, <laughs> joyful side. Yes. That exists. That manifests but yes. in front of us in the form of our But son. deep underneath, there is a repressed, frightened, heavily Jewish mm. uh, grandmother in there. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who's and been beaten down in many ways. <laughs> beaten through centuries. down? You're out here thriving, you're, Daniel. No, no, in some ways. Oh, the grandmother. The, oh, the, the grandmother. The, the grandmother. grandmother. Oh, within. yes. <laughs> the Not, yes. The grandmother within, within of the yes, down. the generations of running away from people trying to kill them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, An emotional pogrom is inside. Yes. This is yes. something we've learned in therapy. Yeah. Is that you know genetic trauma is real for yes, sure. That is very true. Intergenerational yeah. Yeah, trauma. Yeah. I unfortunately can just be like, look, look at me. It's got to be true. Because <laughs> <laughs> where did it come from? Yeah. Wait, Kelly, you're not Jewish, right? I'm not. No, no. I'm not. And Kelly's she's very Southern. calm. Very calm. A real cool customer, I would say. Yes. That. <laughs> Hudson. Hudson. That makes me think wasp. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So close. We grew up. I mean, I I feel like we're pre Mayflower people. Um, wow. Just yeah, getting down and dirty, making ends meet. Definitely <laughs> poor folk. Definitely <laughs> South Texas Southern Baptist. <clears throat> You know, that, but what that what did you mind. do to like? You have no trace of Texas in your voice or mm. uh, affect, and was I, that a I, conscious choice? It it must have been because I saw a video of myself as an eleven year old just being like, "Hi guys, I'm from <laughs> Texas and I'm Kelly," and you know, just like had totally different voice. And I think I realized at a certain point that like tex- Texas accent equals dumb person to a really? lot of the United States. 
Like, uh, I, I think people, you know, if you're doing an improv scene, if you, and you want to dumb down the character, you can be like, hey, y'all, you know, like, uh-huh. talk slow. You know, that's the, t- the Texas accent is slow. It's a slow mm-hmm. voice. It is rare to hear any like educated professor or speaker yeah. have a thick accent of any kind. Right. I felt like, like a Bill- Boston accent would still also be surprising. <laughs> Bill Clinton, I feel like was our first like Southern accent, slow talking mm. politician, but or smart maybe, guy. Yeah. Maybe I'm not true on that. But anyway, it, I think it, yeah, at a certain point I, I probably consciously got rid of it because everyone just has like an idea about Texas. And I learned that when I went to college in Washington state, everyone was like, oh, so okay. y'all ride you know, horses uh-huh. to school. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, they did. <laughs> At that point, like South by Southwest wasn't a thing yet <laughs> as big as it is. And so people were just like, Austin, you mean like, I don't know. You know, they didn't give a shit that it was Austin. <laughs> and yeah, and my parents also, I think probably yeah. made an effort to change their accents and their, you know, college educated Austinites now, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. can we go around and try to say something? Each of us say, like the most intellectual thing you can oh, in no. whatever accent and see if it works or not. What do you okay. mean? In any accent? Here, let me try. Like uh, my, like, or yeah. Yeah, oh. like, uh, uh, you see when uh, Foucault talks about the panopticon. Oh, God. <laughs> it. I think it works. I think it works on... Well, that feels very Colonel to me, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> There's something about that level of... Um, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, know, that sounded standing. like a rich military fan. That sounded yeah. like a rich southern man. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah not a well, yokel. Yeah, sure. My southern guy always has like suspenders on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a hot like, lawyer. He's, yeah, he's in a lawyer. He's a hot <laughs> yeah, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's dabbing his face with a kerchief. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Almost like Louisiana, New Orleans. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. I see, I see. Yeah. Derrida talking about difference. Mm, I yes, can I, I pivot? Can I pivot, yes. Andrew? Sure, pivot. sure, sure. I just uh, it was stuck Ask for in my permission. Head. It's tough. Again, I've never had a. I don't think I've had like a normal, normal conversation. Hey, but you're you not letting it be normal. <laughs> you see, this is what I'm noticing. You, because my anxiety. Well, we, most of our no. long conversations have been on podcasts, Andy. And I your like, podcast. Yes, you've invited us on your <laughs> podcast. I've been on your podcast before. Twice. And I feel like the whole conversation was about our like careers or whatever. But I've talked to you normally. Like, we've done improv together. We've. I don't like, think he felt normal inside. Yeah. Is that, would that be mm, safe This is about say, Andy. Mm, Andy thinks it's about us, but this is about Andy. <laughs> Damn it. I am absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's yeah. hear the pivot, Naomi. Well, okay. Well, okay. So we've got this cool customer from Southern Texas who mm-hmm. says we're just going to push that aside, never speak of it again. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this shtetl grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And y'all have been together a long time, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, now let's imagine the younger versions of both those people before you had, like, the language around, mm-hmm. like, this is what I feel and this mm-hmm. is what I need. Can you talk to me about the courtship, the oh, early wow. days of mm. D&K? Well, we can say that, you know, okay, look, what, what what movie was it? Was it, I think it was the movie 20th Century Women that the mom is like, uh, you know, the best lovers are black men because they've been through the most. And then the second best are Jewish men because they've been through the second most. Like they have, they're like the most fiery lovers. And she, she's like telling a little kid this or something. But I was definitely, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was like a sort of intense moment. But I was like, 
you know, as a Jewish guy. And I was like, well, our courtship was pretty fiery. Mm. It w- I would say it burned bright. <laughs> Kelly, was, Kelly, you didn't think fiery. so, Kelly? No, 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 we did. Sorry. My brain was still locked into like the best lovers are black. Well, I don't, he, she said something like that. Yeah. And also I was like, wait, oh, okay. We're talking about men. Okay. Okay. Um, if, if we're talking about who suffered the most, like Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. I don't Now sorry, we're pivoting sorry, sorry, so far sorry, away. Sorry. Yeah. No, I right. shouldn't have brought it up. Just tell Andy, me about the fiery love. Let me get my chart of suffering out. Yes. Okay. And, great. Yes. Ooh, no. Beautiful chart. No, our our love was extremely fiery at the beginning, um, uh, driven by blind passion. It was blind passion because, you know, Kelly had a boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I had no idea. Baby, yeah. there was crossover, folks. Yeah, so we were, for, yeah, we were forbidden lovers, and we um, went through many phases of, be, you know, of, like, being tempted and you know, not being able to resist to having to tell the other one, we can't see each other mm-hmm. anymore oh to a, a time where I was crying at a public park and, a, and the yeah. tech guy from the uh, UCB walked past us and I had to pretend to, for one, not to be crying and two, it was like... <laughs> to not be to, talking to me? Yeah, to like that. couldn't be seen together? It was... Yeah, to this person, like Kelly and I don't even know each other. This yeah. would be like so crazy to have to explain like... Why are you two together? We met Why- recently. We're in love. Leave us alone. You know. <laughs> Wait, were you, Kelly, were you dating another comedian? I wasn't. No, I was dating a kind of a techie guy that I, I met him in college. Elon in like Musk. A, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. In a like media program. We were doing media stuff. And then he went to, we moved to New York together. And oh, he, so was, he was in New York. He I was in he New was York. Away. My he was God, in, this is extra forbidden. Yes, yes. He was in grad school at ITP, the Interactive Telecommunications Program at Tisch. Oh, um, oh, so Tisch, though. Of, yeah. Ooh, I'm up. He was like one of those artsy art programmers, and like he co-owned a 3D printer, and like what I don't you know, talking co-owned a printer. He co-owned. Well, they're very expensive. 3D printers. I, didn't I know mean, that. you can make a gun with those things. <laughs> a printer timeshare? Okay. Okay. Yeah. A printer doesn't sound great, but I, mean, I, I see both just, sides. This was like literally 13 years ago that I'm talking about. This was the yeah. beginning of it was 3D a big printers. Deal. No, no, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy yes. in one circle saying I co-own a printer would be like, whoa, that's amazing. And then, and then to the other someone one would be like, what are you, stupid? You co- go to the library yeah. and print it I'm out, like, bro. yeah, break up with him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he co-owns a printer. Drop his ass. Kind of, yeah, kind of a programmer guy, you know, art guy. Um, And he was kind of getting really into his group of grad school folk. You know, grad Mm -hmm. school is immersive. And I was like pretty lonely, but then got fully into the Kool-Aid of UCB scene stuff. Yeah. So, and then I didn't meet Dan for like probably two and a half, three years after I moved to New York. And we found out we had moved to New York the same month. Oh. We lived two blocks apart from each other. It was one yeah. of those when so Harry forbidden. Met Sally shits where it's like, yeah. we lived two blocks apart. <laughs> we had no idea. <laughs> and one time I saw you on the G train. The G train, you know. <laughs> um, it was totally, totally yeah. one of those. This, yeah. Uh, you know, when Harry Met Sally. Yeah. So that was, the beginning was just blind passion. Um you know dan was everything my ex wasn't um Mm -hmm. you know it was amazing 
Wow. Dan, I can't imagine you going for this as someone who's so anxious. I know. Being another man? Everything man. that Both. happened is so out of character from him for him now that I know him. You know what I mean? It's but like, maybe that's why it had to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and also you becoming friends with Arthur had to happen, and that's also, also out of character for you? You think so? Becoming well, yeah. friends? Before you met Arthur Meyer, like, you had no friends like Arthur Meyer. Oh, oh I see where you're... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Arthur, my be- my best friend was from a, college... Was a point for Dan. He's a very, like, sweet, um, thoughtful, open-minded, con- open-minded person yeah. that, mm-hmm. yes, talking about accents and stuff, coming from Jersey... Like being the guy from New Jersey, like that's not how you really communicated with friends. Uh Um, And so, yes, I had a lot of learning to do about communicating with people and not just like screaming at them when you get mad, (laughs) which is how I used to like settle issues. Mm. You just used to like yell at each other. (laughs) You and your friends didn't do that growing up? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's uh, that's young Andy. That's like I wasn't repressed. I was uh, as my therapist says, uh, the emotions were going on. And mm-hmm. I was just like staring at them through the window. I was no. like, um, like the end of um, the graduate. I was wow. like, I was like, hey, <laughs> stop getting married. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after therapy, I'm just sitting with my emotions on the back of the bus, being like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. So, now what do I do? Okay, I exactly. see that they're there. Yeah. Now what do we do? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. That part's hard. It is. But that's but, good that you're on the bus. Right. Yeah, yeah, going yeah somewhere. No, now it's going great. somewhere. But, but before, it just comes out as anger. Comes out as yeah, it's just anger. And still, yeah. with most of my family, any emotion comes out as just anger. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Anger's just a comfortable place to be. You know, it's easy yeah. to like dismiss once you're. you're then you're just like, oh, sorry, I got angry. And but it's like, mm. well, we're kind of ignoring right, right, the right. bigger things that are going on here. Because <laughs> it's hard to say, like, yeah, you hurt my feelings. Oh yeah, no, that, that would that never. <laughs> then you have to acknowledge you have feelings. Exactly. Then you have to acknowledge. You can't. We don't that. have time. And that, or that space person for that. has power over you. Yes. You're saying to hurt said feelings. You right. can't do that to me. <laughs> no. I just I just got mad for some reason. Oh well, <laughs> we don't know why. We don't know why. We'll just move on and never think about it again. Bye bye. Yeah. I mean, you had mentioned that I was a Texas like don't ever speak of it again type. I think I I definitely I, I definitely have become like the opposite of that. Like I want to speak of it all the time. Like mm-hmm. I'm constant. I'm really into like sorting through feelings the second they come up now. Um, but probably when we met, I wasn't paying attention to a lot of shit. I was mm-hmm. like very free spirit, very like, I fall in love with everyone, you know, like. <laughs> no, what is that? <laughs> yeah, wait, I'm not sure. I, I'm, 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 I'm listening too. I felt, I just felt like that I was, I, I, at that point in my life, it felt like I was a serial monogamist. Like I kept, mm. I was like, I keep falling deeply in love with people. And I guess this is in my nature. And, you know, and like I was also there was this fear in me, like, well, what about when this deep love runs out? And then like, what if I need to move on or whatever? And where are you now? Where am I now? Well, at this point. <laughs> are you point, breaking up with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it evolves into not that like hot burning beginning thing into That's something true. else. Right. And I've gotten like super like, I don't know, comfortable and into and excited about that the like i don't know the safe base yeah with Mm -hmm. the child yep and like and also like 
your willingness to grow with me has been really important because we're both going to be just keep changing and keep growing. Yeah, that seems important to realize like, at some being point. able to like ideally, if, ideally. All, I mean, most if, people if it all don't goes like well. To. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you do sort of have to. Yeah, if look in one the of us is in a is stick and won't move, then I'm going to be like, well, yeah, I definitely have to move on. You know what I mean? But that's okay. not been the Threats. case. <laughs> Threat noted. That's not been the case. Yet. It's not. It's not. It's not always easy. But yeah, yeah it is weird no. to get yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Pretty depressing. Yeah, my therapist yeah. suggested something yesterday. I forget what we were talking about, and I was just resisting it. I was like, mm. eh. "Don't make me change." <laughs> and then, no! the, like, "But you are." The, <laughs> exactly. oh, fine. But by fine. the end of it, I'm just like, you know, when I was like gritting my teeth, that's me being like, "Yeah, I know you're right." <laughs> it's, I mean, do it is. doesn't have to happen overnight, mm-hmm. but it's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. My therapist has compared us to Dharma and Greg before. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my If we were Lord. in the 90s, what? we could sell this thing. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, Dan is not like a businessman. But I am essentially... lost parents. But we are a... We are a... Like, you have to earn... And you have to have a job, mm-hmm. like so. Well, that also, you don't organize. You're also organized. very organized, right? Like yes. you can't have stuff in your locker. So that's very Greg. Extremely yes, but like and financially you've people organized. on set. Yeah, he's kicked mm-hmm. people on set, just like. Um, and the underlying name? anxiety too, and just sort of like, yeah, I think it goes along with the Greg of like. What are you feeling, Kelly? I can't read you. I've never been able to read you. You're a cipher. <laughs> oh my to god. Me. Because this here's is what, what I, I said. That's I know. I know. This is, look, I know. I'll also, I will throw this out there too, in the okay. spirit of being honest. We I must. love this conversation. Guys, we must. This is no, what we do not a here. This is what we do like, here. You guys were established at UCB already when I got there, mm-hmm. and oh. anyone who was established, I automatically felt less than. <laughs> yeah, he was like very into UCB. I know exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like the feeling. No, I know like, that. Yeah. To be in that space, and he was like. I gotta make it. But I'm it's, la- it's, I'm laughing because I know yeah. exactly how you feel. Like any feel- cult, there's a natural hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. That- well, but but it's weird. It's like you know, like uh, we've like met Paul Shear casually or, and had him on the show, stuff like that. I don't feel that to him because he was gone already. Right. Right. Kind of by that. Yes. Oh god. But the yes. people who are like on Harold teams or were part <laughs> right. of the like Pangea 3000 well, this exactly. guy yes, like the sketch guy. stuff status like, anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and sketch was like almost dead by the time I got there and that's what I had really wanted to do yeah mm-hmm. and the last vestiges were Dan's sketch group Pangea mm-hmm. 3000 yeah. and a couple others and I was just like there was this uh, almost um, not jealousy but like uh, mourning Hatred? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Because I loved, I loved your guys' sketch group. Mm. But like morning, tension. Like, fuck, I fucking didn't. I didn't. If I would have just left grad school, or yeah, not I didn't, get, to grad I didn't get here early enough. I didn't get, I didn't here, get here early, early enough. enough. We were talking yeah. about that with comedy stuff too, where it's like that feeling of like missing the boat, the, missing the boat, and like the mm. stuff, like the stuff that I was like into and liked that made me want to do it. By the time I was doing it, was no longer the stuff that was in. Right, you know what I mean? Like right, and, yeah. and, and that feeling where you're like. I'm always like, fuck, I was just like five years too late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like oh, I feel three years in terms of the, in terms of, um, you know, the trends or like what it is, especially to find your tribe in all this. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. For sure. And yeah, feeling like, oh, I miss like the people who would have been my people because totally. I was. Yeah. There. It's so, I feel like such a dork when I, yes, I am a fan of someone and I'm like, I really think we would get along and mm-hmm. they would like my sensibilities too. Mm-hmm. 
But the only way to do that is to like be funny in front of them, mm. which <laughs> then you're like performing. You're like almost auditioning, which is so pathetic. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, the I've worst done it thing. Many times. And yes, and I've yeah. done it. It's hard to not do. And then I think there's just some people that I'll never get close enough with because it's like I think there's just this divide there well yes and when you're too much of a fan of someone I feel like we've managed to become friends with people that we're fans of a couple mm -hmm. times a couple times not always but mostly it's really hard it's I think it's a tough thing it's there's a weird it's you know what we were actually talking about this about children too that at some point when your kid becomes a teenager they sort of realize that you're just their biggest fan and you're the parents are just the <laughs> uh-huh. biggest fan. And yeah, like any artist, like you don't want to be spending your time with your biggest fans, <laughs> you know? So you're just like, get away from me. <laughs> like, I appreciate you like me, but like, go away. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind it's of the relationship. Much. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. So yeah. it's too much. Totally. That's where that anxiety is coming yeah, from. That was from you. my end. Yes, that was Interesting. That kind of thing. And uh, combine that, I think, with like, now that I'm uh, on this other side of this divide um, where I have a career and I've been through therapy. And uh, now you think we're pathetic. (laughs) 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 Now I've learned on you with this. So that's all. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. But where it's like, uh, but like, I only see you guys once in a while, maybe. So like, I still have that residual emotional anxiety. Right. Because like, it's not like I've grown with you. It's not like we've like see each other all the time. But it's been able to dissipate. Yeah. Right. So it's still the same kind of like reaction. Mm. And that's I think that's where that's coming from. And also, like, I think Naomi's right. Like, I I have trouble reading you guys. Yeah. I I figured out Dan, though. And that's yeah. Dan and I work together. together. Well, exactly. And that's why. That's when I got under. That's where I got underneath. But I saw saw it all. There's a very fun way to have a conversation with someone where you just tell them what you think of them. Mm -hmm. And then they can confirm or deny. I've done this for half an hour. (laughs) And I'm not going to give up. I want to hear my trial. I want to hear what you are a cipher. What's going on? Because. You okay? Because I met you, I think, through Andy, where y'all did some weird video no, where you had to play a woman in a um. Well, first we met through my old roommate, Cat, who you went through. You went to college. Oh with. my God! Right, you came over and watched Grey's. Yes, we watched <laughs> Grey's Anatomy yes, with each other yes. fifteen years ago. Cat <laughs> from Minnesota? No, 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 different cat. Different but, cat. Um, yes, 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 yes. That is yes. That is where we met. Was it Wesleyan or no? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Wesleyan. You guys went to Wesleyan. Uh, my first roommate in New York happened to be a friend of yours. We went to your house one time, watched Grey's Anatomy. Then I started seeing you around on the scene. Mm-hmm. Then you were dating Andy. Yes. And then, yes, yes. yes. Then, then we met then it through all Andy, I guess, at that point. Well, that's like when I feel like a I read. knew you maybe more comedically. Like, I obviously, yeah, I'd seen you at shows and stuff like that. But right. that's the other thing, too. So I, I met you outside of the world of comedy. So I was right. like, oh, hey. Mm-hmm. But then it's not like we had like a deep interaction. So no, it was a we weird like where there's a fami- yeah, familiarity. Mm-hmm. But actually, oh, I actually don't know you. Right. But like mm-hmm. you're the person I recognize from all this time. But even like you do not have a face. See, like she is like, is she laughing with or at right now? Like Kelly has a chish, a shisher cat smile. <laughs> where you just don't know. Where my you just face, don't know. Right now, my exp- the explanation of my face right now is like I am embarrassed and like, Oh my God! What is she gonna say? Like, what? <laughs> what am I doing right now? Like, because I often I think that like my emotions kind of explode out of me a little, and it's a little embarrassing, and like I feel a little bit of shame, and so like I feel like a little 
you know, insecure. And so I have like these explosions of myself, but then I like hold back too because I I don't want to be too weird, I think, right? Yeah, but I think Naomi is saying that she's looking at you and doesn't see any of that. Like she can't see. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Well, this is the thing. mm -hmm. It's like, it it, it feels like, because you, to me, your face is impassive. For the most part, like you're like you're there, you're paying attention, but I'm like I don't know if she's bored right now. Oh I don't God. know if we're vibing, <laughs> but like that's I'm it. So sorry. But then <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's but then because obviously I know you do comedy and you are a weirdo. Mm-hmm. That I'm like okay, where is it? What's great? She's thinking mm. something. That's, she's got a plan. A Naomi, that's and I don't the know thing. the plan yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the thing. I want it to be accepted by the other weirdos. I know mm. you did. But you're saying it like that. you're saying that. Yeah. Still do. You just realized that? Yeah. Oh. Still do. Welcome to my world. I'm like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm sorry, was this a breakthrough? I'm, I'm not getting That's it? That's your nerves. breakthrough? I would Come get on. very annoyed. It's level when, one. I would get so frustrated when people, like, I I was in that class that Shannon O'Neill put together called The Weird Ones, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a, kind of a nightmare. Like, I half the class was great, and the other half was, like, legitimately, like, Well, you should explain what the up. show, what the what it was she put together like a group of really weird performers that she had had in classes in the past i guess and like we it was sort of billed as like you know that one weird person you've done a class with yes, like now the they're all person gonna... in your improv team all on one team <laughs> and it was crazy like there were a few people who had some like serious issues you know like yeah. just yeah, kind yeah. of being unfiltered and like you know, Shannon having to like physically edit scenes. Like she was the teacher, <laughs> but she would like run across stage and be like, stop touching her or like stop <laughs> being racist or like stop. <laughs> like just like there were, it was, it was insane. But there was Wait, some, you had, to, uh, really... you had to tell someone at UCB to stop being racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, how? When? Incredible. What? Incredible. You had to tell someone to stop touching someone else? Yes. <laughs> Every single day. Yeah. And you wonder why improv isn't thriving anymore. Yeah. Why UCB isn't king. Yeah, what happened? Oh my god! Anyway, it was fun. So, but I when I got into that class, uh, someone was like, "You're not weird," and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, I am, you motherfucker!" Like it was kind of my it's kind of my badge because all through high school, everyone was like, "Okay, weirdo, you're real normal." Like I got really ripped to shreds as a kid for being weird, and then when I was older and like presenting normal to people, I was mm. very like. Fuck! Like now, I'm proud of it though. Like now, it's a yeah. good thing. I wanna, I want you guys to know that this is who I am. Um, and it's, it's. I think it's been like a journey. Like you're not being able to understand what's going on here has been like a journey of me trying to be authentic, you know, and having mm. on my podcast. Mm-hmm. That I have, um, what are you into? Which I'm exploring sex with <laughs> friends and strangers. We have like these open, honest conversations about sex. Um, that's like another like attempt to like get into what's going on in here and like figure out like how I truly think about these things because I've been so repressed. You know, mm. repressed against being a weird person, repressed against being a sexual person. And so I'm just like, I think just trying to get out here and, and, and be myself 
real. I'm trying mm-hmm. really hard to be Mid- midlife crisis. Yikesies! That's what it feels like approaching midlife. And is... then being a mom, it's like oh yeah, mm, you really lose your identity in there too. It's true. Literally, yeah. now we are people refer to us as Jonah's mom and Jonah's dad. Ooh. Right, which right, is right, an interesting. Right. And uh-huh. like, oh yeah, that's my name now. Dan, I, I got really used to you know Dan being the more successful of the two of us too. Where well, we career-wise, career uh, for a couple of years, yeah. this is not okay. <laughs> well, you know, regularly I'd go to things and be like, "I'm Dan's uh, wife." Oh, that's I'm true. Dan's wife. I see. I see. Oh yeah, actually, you know my husband, Dan Klein, um, <laughs> and people would be like, "Oh, of course, I love Dan." <laughs> so you're associated with him, okay? Kelly was just my trophy wife. Yes, for... um, but then yep, Dan, I identify. Dan, <laughs> Dan went to a party at um, Jash once, and yes. no one knew who he was. Kelly had a short. So mad. And like everybody knew who I was and no one knew who he was. And I was like, welcome to my world, bitch. Kelly had a short film that she had produced with that company, Jash. And then I went to a screening. Was it? Was Ton screened? It was not a Ton screen. Uh, it was a different. Something it was else. A part, they were screening something else. They were screening something yeah. else, but um, it was with the people that Kelly had worked with. And yes, no one know, knew who I was. And it was very upsetting. And then I had a... <laughs> Uh, general meeting with Jash and they didn't know who I was and I was so furious because it was like I'm was literally so working with my wife me. and <sighs> did you not even do a Google search before like we met I was so mad <laughs> things were not going well for me at the time too so. <laughs> there was a lot more informing uh, what was going on in my head of like I love the little egos of Hollywood yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. that was a true ego moment but still like why wouldn't you Google someone before mm. you're having like a general meeting with them Oh, why do they have to? Why do they have to? Yeah, well, they should. They have all the power. Oh, I see. They don't. Why? Why do they give a shit? They don't, and that's what I learned. Yeah, (laughs) and And I was like, okay, that's what's happening here. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Yeah, they had all the power. There's no reason for them to know me. They're just like, why are you here? Basically, yeah. Is your parent wealthy and/or famous? Exactly. Yeah, and do you have connections to those uh, people? Yeah. yeah. And who, then why should they give a shit about you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we I love wealthier, uh, Hollywood. Parents, parents which sucks. Yeah, my parents. You don't know Steve Klein? <laughs> he ran the little league that I played in. Carol Hudson. Anyone? You didn't get paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> but but like okay, but like was it having a kid that made you guys want to go deeper? Like at what point were you like? Because Kelly, I I seem to remember. Um, there was a show that you were that you hosted at Beast, mm-hmm. um, or co-hosted at Beast, and I remember like the they, UCB East Theater. Yeah, yes. we were we were on it or something like that. And I remember you mentioning after like on stage how like you were in therapy or like you and Dan were in therapy. So that was uh, like a while you, what? ago. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a little while ago. Yeah, no, I entered therapy in I believe my late twenties because uh, I was having like constant panic attacks. Mm. And like, it took me a long time to figure out what was going on there. But I started going to therapy. Then quickly after that, went to a psychiatrist, got on meds. Dan and I were together at that point, And it took a lot of convincing to get him to start. And, mm-hmm. you know, he found someone that he went to for a while in New York. I'd say those therapists were like, fine. But like, <laughs> and I think we did do a couple's oh yeah we had a couple session with your well let's not sorry <laughs> i can beat that i mean yeah okay. yeah dan's old therapist um and i think it was probably surrounding some like open relationship stuff mm. um the first time and then 
Yeah, most of the like first few times we went to a couples therapist was surrounding that kind of stuff. Um, and then, um, but then now we go regularly because mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like pandemic crucible time, you know, yeah, is yeah. just like, whew, we got to get like, I it, think parenting a toddler during the pandemic has just like put a lot of stress on us. So yeah. now we're going regularly, like for it a while. Wasn't regular before the pandemic. No. Okay. I see. No. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is nice to check in with each other because it's very easy, as many married people can tell you, that when you're living with someone, you just can start to like fade away and grow apart. And you're not having a lot of conversations right. that are like, how are you really? Yes. You know, like, mm-hmm. hey, do you want to sit down and like look at each other and really so check many, in? Yeah, there's so much else to talk about. Like the logistics yeah. of running this house, our estate, <laughs> our two-bedroom estate. <laughs> in Glendale. <laughs> you know, a thousand square feet. There's so much to talk about. There's um, the Sopranos. Yeah. There's <laughs> dog what, urine. Yeah. Yes. Do, yes. Yes. Dog Wallace urine, child urine. and Jonah. Yes. They yes. need so much. Yes. They do. They need so much. We have so much to upkeep that when it comes down to like, how are you really doing? What's going on? What do you need? What do you want? And most of the time, I don't even know. So you really kind of need a little bit of time to say, okay, let's figure this out so we don't kill each other. question regularly so you can Mm -hmm. even develop an opinion. Yes. Not trying to kill ourselves, not trying to kill each other, okay? That's the goal here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Why don't we take a quick break? I want to get more into this thing. Uh, We'll be right back after this. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, MeUndies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers. And the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. 
For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea Mm -hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back with DK and KH. Hello. Hi guys, thanks for having us back. I thought we were gone. I thought you were just kicking us out. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was an excuse. I was like, oh my god, they're just going to turn off the computer. Well, I did turn off. I turned off the video and muted it. You you guys must have felt like you were in a void. Yeah, we've been waiting for hours in a dark room. (laughs) Are they coming? It's freezing in here. Oh my god, there's no light. I can't see any light. Sorry. When did you you guys? uh, Maybe I, I misheard, but when. When you first started to see a couples ther- therapist mm. back in the day, what was the issue? An um, open relation? Yes. Kelly, okay, so I, Kelly is a uh, sort of a polyamorous. Um, Kelly's lady. a horny woman. <laughs> but Dan is so delicate. I know. I know. You have to take care of me, Kelly. I but it's, know. It's like how I, Dan, I can't yes. imagine you being okay with this because you're so, you're so anxious. 
Exactly. Sorry, I just ripped his earphone out. Um, yes, yeah, I wasn't speechless. <laughs> um, I would say I you've nailed it on the head, Naomi. Like that, that's, that's the true. Dynamic. It's uh, hard. That's scary. It's very Dharma and Greg of, of yeah. just like the. But why can't we? Why can't I? You know, and yes, him the... being like, "Why would you ever? What are you nuts?" So it's been a little. Just it's difficult. It's really yeah. hard because, like, I'm not changing anytime soon. And of course, uh, yes, I have changed. Like, I haven't. Like, I have not cheated on my husband. So that's been hard. You know? Wait, are, you, are there many situations where you're almost cheating on me? No. Oh. No. But you know <laughs> well, I you know, make crushes. it clear to the listener. Sorry. The, I feel like the listener is probably no, 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 like, no, no. what no, is I'm this woman like getting into, into affairs constantly. situations with I'm just, strangers? I'm one of those people who I crush on people all the time. I get crushes. I get excited about sexual possibility, new frontiers, exploration. <laughs> I'm a bisexual. I like... To think about that stuff. And, and you know, it came up very early in our relationship. Actually, I think, like, during one of the first months we were dating, oh yeah, I hooked up with someone while you were out of town. And I was like, so this thing happened. And you were like, what the fuck? And I <laughs> yeah. was like, yeah, oh, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. And it was probably some weird reaction but this isn't my nature you know this is this is part of me well yeah but also we weren't like totally official we were not official but it was i knew it was bullshit oh i didn't know that yeah (laughs) (laughs) i guess it's long enough ago that i don't care well that night too like jesus the person i hooked up with the circumstances it was like some destructive crazy kelly Mm. shit like i was Mm -hmm. like doing drugs drinking uh some kelly who are you yeah now i'm i have questions too i was like i can't imagine i can't imagine it's interesting i can imagine you like off the rails in any capacity right you seem very whole you always seem like a wholesome weirdo Mm, but but also just like very measured i don't know i think of you as a very like like a port in a storm kind of person yeah i do know i think i steady well thank you and i do have that to me you know because i i i think that's my main function as a mother is like keeping things steady keeping my son's emotional system regulated helping him to like deal with big emotions kelly is a rock when it when she's the like in the family she's the stabilizer mm-hmm. for for everyone thank you yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and, and also that. though the enforcer yes and the like f- when it's time oh, wow. to put your foot down it's mom time right daddy Dan, can't... what are you doing what are you <laughs> doing? i'm hanging out i'm folding laundry he's being he's being sweet fun daddy yeah i can be sweet fun dad, dad but here's the thing is sometimes i think as for me and i think dads in general is we're very quick to anger and sometimes yes. that's not called for when it's like, hey, we're trying to get this kid to sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if screaming and scaring the shit out of him is like the <laughs> best way to. And that is how I was parented. And uh-huh. that is like you're it's hard to get the nuanced version where it's like, I'm a little angry, but I am measured. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. really have that gear yet. So I'm working on it. Uh, OK, yeah. I see, I see, I see. maybe so with you, kid number two. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right about that, that, that I am a measured person. But there's a part of me, and that's it's a hard part to understand that, like, uh, I just like to get wild and crazy kids, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I do like to take drugs. It's mostly the mind expansion type mm-hmm. these days. I'm not going to just be like, 
willy nilly doing coke yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, doing but- coke and doing laundry. <laughs> you just do it, like, I, I would love that. Out. I've never done the- cocaine. Yeah. Uh, I just, understand what okay. like it. I feel By like the way, it. make sure that you. Use those strips to test to see if there's fentanyl. In oh it. yeah, no oh, fentanyl. and that's a good Fucking PSA. God. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a, totally. Seriously, I guess now's not a good time to try it. No, yes, now's not a the time. PSA from a guy who's never done anything more than an Advil PM. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the heavy stuff. That's yeah. nighttime. Well, he also calls it a sleeping pill, which I think is a really strong description for Advil PM. <laughs> it's barely anything more than Advil. <laughs> I need my <laughs> sleeping pills. He's like, I'm taking a little sleeping, sleeping pill. pill. My dolls. My dolls. This is, this is an interesting insight, I think, into comedy and entertainers in general. Is like what you guys are saying is this like where is the wholesomeness line for some people? Because I. Think I think so many performers are their freaks their freak side is out on stage and then yeah. when you get backstage it's yes. like you most people are just like little hermits that are like right. I, I'm not even a full person without you know like that's <laughs> Dr. Lights, Jekyll and without this the is, lights I'm yes, nothing like I'm nothing yes, I can't even I be I discovering that yeah and Kelly mm-hmm. I don't think is that no I'm a little bit yeah. closer to that though yeah. even I don't I don't think I'm fully that but yeah, I would say the crazier parts of me I usually reserve for performing and writing, and then yeah, when I'm home, it's like I'm folding laundry. Yeah, 100%. 100%. and I guess the, the crazier parts for me are like I don't know relating to people. Like I have like a passion for deep conversations and relating to people and meeting new people and understanding people. So. Well, I think that for me was why I never really made UCB was never really my scene because I was because mm. we saw the whole idea of a bit boy came out when we were, we were doing an episode with uh, Jordan Je- Jordan and Jesse. Oh, Jordan even Jesse earlier that it was Dave Foley. Mm-hmm. Dave Foley of, was the first of the kids of, in the hall. Was the oh, first? Oh yes, bit we had boy. those two on where it was like an episode where I was like, I don't know. What we to couldn't say scratch the surface. I was like, of I, I don't know how to engage when people. I are, like, think that's old jokes, school. and I'm much more like. Right. What's up with you? What are you about? It was yeah. re- that was a really tough episode because we could not. I couldn't I get am any in like that boat. I am in that yeah. boat. I really hate when an episode that I'm doing turns into like bits. I start to feel lost and like confused. That's why when you said I was a bit boy, I was like, "What the fuck are you?" Like? <laughs> I feel like, but maybe I've changed because like I feel like it's just it's really hard like I do like to joke around and whatever and it's fun for us like it's like a nice way to blow off steam or whatever but mm-hmm. in general I want to like have a real conversation like I've been to a lot of parties with young comics lately where I'm just like holy shit we're not yeah. gonna get to the like we're not yeah. gonna actually talk well I think we? it's a younger thing and it is uh past generations mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. they're not as heavily medicated and therapized mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> You know, people are just getting real on that yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Keeping you know, they didn't warm, have that. They're keeping that warm fur coat of bits on. That's they're true. But they didn't have Simone Biles quitting to for exactly. her mental health. Exactly. As, right, uh, right, right. As, as a, a symbol of like, oh, okay, yeah. this is something I should yeah. think about. I, right. I like a healthy balance of both. Sometimes yeah. it's yeah. fun to just do bits, but then it's like, hey, let's be real people too. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I, I think it's just not, I think it's more like I realize too, I'm not good at, Bits or no, I'm not good at small talk. Or rather, mm. I can do it for literally five minutes. Right. And then the oh, thing is, because even, when I you don't have do a shared history with somebody, like if I'm at a party and I don't even know kind of, like sometimes you will say, and Andy will be like, how you do it inside? Like that'll be kind well, of his that intro. That is a thing I learned at UCB because I, I was that. fucking sick of like, uh, like there was this, okay, so for the listener, uh, Chelsea, UCB Chelsea, the performers would stand in the back corner Mm-hmm. Right 
because uh, you got in for free and you didn't want to take a seat from someone. You so weren't right? allowed to take a seat. Back there. Uh-huh. And there was this weird kind of like um, – People would be like, so what are you working on? And I was like, mm. uh, no, this is not real showbiz. Why are you asking me that question? <laughs> That's so You're true. You're in a, base, a stinky basement. We had no like, performing for yeah. free. we weren't getting, there was no like Hollywood deals. No we had one audition deals. for a VH1 talking head show. Shut <laughs> <Yes>. up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like you would get like maybe like a commercial audition. I was going to say, we all had the same commercial yes, audition. Yeah. Stuart. Yeah. Stuart talent. <laughs> but like, right, Stuart. exactly. We all were clients. All and he sent clients. us all to every audition. And we're like, hey, <laughs> Guys. He didn't read the emails. He just forwarded it, blasted it to everyone. Anything? No. So, so I, I was, was got a really annoyed. I had enough self awareness that I'm just like, why are you asking me this question? Mm. You, you don't care. You're not like. And so I just started asking people. They would ask me that, and I would be like, I would short circuit whatever this conversation is, and I'd be like, Hey, how are you feeling in your heart? Mm. And there I were a lot that. of people. Where like the conversation, like the, you could see that they were like visibly taken aback by that, but then the conversation actually got good. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I started doing that, and that was like that was like I mean I had to have been in therapy at least a year at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you right. can't you do that without that it. Idea. Yes, no, yeah. no, no. But also, it's a good lip. But also, to that question is interesting. It's a litmus test because it basically the person who answers is mm-hmm. somebody you're gonna want to talk to, and the person who doesn't is like okay, bye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes people are like, "How are you in your heart?" And then someone will make a joke, and it's like, oh, "Okay, so that's that, that's where you're at right now." Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of yeah. can't get into it, and it's like blessings. I understand. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're in a party setting, but like my favorite party setting is just to be in a corner with the one person I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you know what I'm I mean? Totally. Like at a party, oh, yeah. I'm like, "That's exactly yeah." That's totally what nice I mean. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. how, I'm like, how are you guys feeling in your hearts? Is this I mean, the time or place? Yes, I mean, sure. Look. I mean, they, they know everything. The listeners know everything yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the thing I was talking about in therapy yesterday was how do you get the – knowing that uh, the slow dystopia is upon us, mm-hmm. how do you summon up the energy? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I think it comes in waves for me. Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah, I have that feeling too where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I, I've definitely had trouble tapping into passion. something about covid and the world burning you're just like okay i'll try and write some i'll try and do some work and i still like the act of working but yes the that excitement is maybe not the same but also sometimes there's i i get a a freeing sense of like hey none of this this doesn't have to matter that much and so sometimes Mm. you could have a little bit more fun in that realm Yeah. yeah yeah I don't know. I just I I feel as though I'm wasting every single day and just mm. one more day closer to death. And I don't <laughs> oh, really no. know. Oh no! Oh no! Like, every I single day. Mo- mo- every almost most every day. Yeah, I guess it's hard to get a I'm win. I'm not out of there. a very. I'm just. I you know. I am not a self motivated person. I need mm. ex- someone to at- require something of me. Oof! I love a I'm task. I'm not gonna do it myself. Yeah. No way. And so, and I also find that like that. I I mean like. I have like technically writing work to do, and yet I don't do. I'll tell it. you to do something right now. What do you need me to tell you to do? No, no, no. you have to like really. Oh, like, it has like, to matter. Yeah, there need to be stakes. Have to have yeah, I need like, legitimate stakes. Yeah, I, I'll yeah. give you an example. There's a thing that uh, we're working on now, and mm-hmm. I actually had to ask the producer, "Please give me a deadline." Please. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, and then I, I hear that. Totally blew the deadline. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of it. That's part <laughs> of the process. Fair, I was clean. I spent. All of last night cleaning dog urine and putting sheets mm. in the laundry from Mabel. You're yeah. a busy, so, responsible doggy daddy. Well, he's very responsible doing stuff. But then here's the thing, though, because then I'll be like, Andy, you want me to do it? 
because you are so, you know, you're so busy. Because, like, here's the thing. Andy is much more, he's a much better worker than me. Like, he actually likes the act of writing. He will make himself laugh as he writes. And I'm always feeling like... <laughs> Adorable. I just feel like they put me Very in the room cute. because I'm black. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm actually helping, <laughs> but I was like, I have a job somehow. It's like, you're, all right. You're an Andy's diversity hire. <laughs> like, but like, I feel like he's, he's, so then sometimes I'll be like, okay, why don't I, why don't you let me do the chore stuff so you can focus on your writing? But then he'll be like, no, I have to do the chores. Like, I think you like things done a certain way. <laughs> so you don't want me to do them. I'm more Greg. You- Here's the thing. I feel like I'm more of the Greg. I when you guys were talking, I got more of a Dharma and Costanza vibe <laughs> from you guys. Which is yes, that's accurate. That's that. Yeah, that's a better description. <laughs> yes, Dharma and Costanza. <laughs> It hurts, but it's true. <laughs> but it's accurate. Imagine those two together. Yeah. Wow. A great show. Mm, it would that be, would be good. That's a great yeah. show. <laughs> but Can like, they, should you... they start doing that for reboots? Is just combining char- <laughs> yes! characters? Yes! MCU, yeah, Marvel together. Cinematic oh. Universe, but for like old sitcom characters? Oh my Perfect. God. So yes, good. Don't, don't tell any other, don't tell executives because they will take that. They so will. Everybody We're, hates uh, Raymond. Everybody loves Chris. There it is. And you just switch it up. You yes. switch it up. Just or. Raymond and Chris together. Everybody Raymond. hates Joey. Joey. Joey's Joey in there too. Yes, Joey, yes, Raymond, yes. and Chris move into a house Love. together in <laughs> next to the full house house. Wait, isn't Chris a child? Yeah, but yes. he's, he's yeah, hanging. He's a so what? Okay. He's got it. So now he's got to be. He adopts him. Yeah. No, played Raymond. by the same actor who's an adult now. He's the kids. There we go. He's grown up. People love that. They like to see Girl Meets World. They want to see the grown up version. <laughs> they, they never want the characters to leave. Hold on, we're falling into a bit. Girl Meets World. No, but I like the show. Anyway, continue. No, no, no. You were saying you're Greg. You're Greg. I'm Costanza. Uh, And I just need, like, there are just certain things I need done a certain way around the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. For me to to feel um, (laughs) unattached enough to create. What are you saying? Unattached in the world. This is, okay, this is the other, if we want to get into it, this is the other thing I talked about in therapy. I need to feel, yesterday, I need to feel, um, in some ways, like there's nothing that is um, that is being asked of me. Either like I need to shut myself away in a room, like I can't think that like so, I like have you the same are deal. seeing me. Yeah. Absolutely, either yeah. seeing me or that there is a thing in this household that needs me to need do your attention. Hundred percent. Yeah, I get that. Anything to take you away from work is. You're, it's going to be on your mind, and it's right. it's going to ha- you're going to have to make it happen. So you, right. yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, there's, there's, it sounds like, I mean, I'm not a therapist. I don't know why I'm saying this, but it sounds like OCD sort of, um, a, a little bit, but also that's the reality. So it's like, yeah. you guess you kind of have to work it out. But just let me do it. It's like, look, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you too. think I'm going to wash dishes every single day? No, not going to happen. Not, you, what but about a switch get off? Washed. Can they'll you get switch washed. off? Naomi, how many of my socks are now missing? I don't know. <laughs> Naomi's stealing socks. No, I'm not stealing socks. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. He's convinced that, like, when I dry the socks, I'm getting rid of the socks? No, Guys, you're, you're, not, not... You don't, you're not careful about Guys, the socks. Guys, I just want you to say I relate. I just wanted to say that I relate, Andy. I, there are certain things that I don't want Dan to do, because I want to complete them. Oh, yeah. Kelly often corrects me. I'm like, you... I have to redo this. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep doing it my way. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, that's how I do it. Yeah. Okay, okay hold on, hold on. 
Dan, I gotta ask, when you say OCDish, do you mean that like metaphorically or do you mean that like you think bad things will happen if they're not done? If if like you- Like I think in in a way that not that bad things will come, but just that you're obsessive that you can't concentrate on something else because you're just thinking about that I see, I see. thing. So I didn't, I didn't know like it was like more of a metaphor or if it like, like I have a friend who like had, like actually has OCD and then has to like the real deal. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like can't con like uh, if they see someone in that they think is in that they made up in their mind is in trouble. Mm -hmm. Oh damn. Right. Like walking around, they have to like, and they're in their car. They have to like loop around to make sure they're safe. Oh geez. Okay. I think people can have no. Yeah. I think there's definitely varying. There's like a spectrum of OCD as well. Like in some people, People can have tendencies. I think postpartum, I had some OCD stuff, and some uh, a part of OCD is um, obsessive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would have a lot right after Jonah was born was like something terrible happening. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I used to think about. I suddenly was like, "What's stopping a car from coming through the front of our house?" Oh, right God, now. Yes, of course. Like, yeah. what's yeah, yeah, stopping? Yeah, yeah. And our sweet baby is sound asleep and he's just, <laughs> we're going to be dead. Sorry. Right. That's this, this is not the same, but I have those exact same thoughts with our animals. Yeah. Oh, I'm constantly, no, what? what but no, that's not like last week, Andy and I are leaving the house. And as we are locking up, there's like a guy who's just like out of central casting, like <laughs> Danny Trejo Stanton. Okay. That <laughs> And he is like walking in the middle of the street and just like staring at us as we kind of lock up. Where I, I was like, love that. "Okay, he is memorizing our address. Mm-hmm. He realizes Beautiful. we're leaving. He knows when he's we're coming in back and out of the house. Exactly. He's like, he, he's he sees we're leaving. He's gonna loop back. He's gonna Oof. come in this house. He's gonna like destroy things. And then he's gonna leave a window open. And the animals are gonna leave. And right. Like, like that. So- I literally had that whole, the whole thing. thing went yeah. through <laughs> that wow. whole night. I'm not so worried. Someone's gonna steal my uh, guitar shaped menorah. Right. <laughs> More Very about cool. the like. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, uh, my parents at one point were like, "Well, he likes indie rock and uh, and we're Jewish. Jewish, and what else <laughs> rocks? It's Hanukkah. <laughs> what a holiday!" So yeah, so it's more about the animals. Like any t- any anything that could hurt the animals, I'm constantly thinking mm. about. Like what it yeah. What is the th- and yeah, because like, they're so like, dumb. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like yeah, every kind of walk like right on the into floor. it. They find yeah, it. like anything on the floor, you're like, okay, this little thing. And like next thing you know, you're like, oh, great. He just yeah. spit up plastic. Where do you get plastic from? Right. Like Jonah won't eat plastic. Yeah. Jonah mm, will not now. eat plastic anymore. That's true. But he he'll still have, yeah. like put a random thing in his mouth and then just be like, Making a face and then spit yeah. something out, and I'm like, "What the? F- do eat a coffee bean? Like you can't have a coffee bean. Stop trying things, you know." It is interesting how when you have a dog and a kid, how suddenly like every square foot right around you becomes just like the most dangerous thing you've ever seen, and you're just like scanning yeah. for like yeah. where is there more danger? Because there is. There's. I mean, we found out like plants near us are poisonous, which I never would have cared Ooh. about before. Yeah. Yeah, right. And Jonah right, has right. eaten a hot pepper off of a bush. When we were what? visiting what? Texas, there are wild <laughs> peppers called like pepinos or something. They're like teeny oh tinies. God, and they're peppers. so hot. They look like yeah. berries almost. And my dad was like, same thing happened to me as a little boy. I filled my pockets up with them and my thighs were on fire. <gasps> yeah, I called wow. poison control. I thought like he had eaten yeah. poison or something. But no, he just ate a really hot pepper and was freaking he was out. He scree- was like he literally was just like, ah! Oh my god! It was yes. yeah. 
a two-year-old scream. How did he, and like, so obviously he swallowed it or had he spit it out? I think he just put it in his mouth and that was enough. Yeah, and that's it, a good oh, question. I'm not like, even did he have like fiery poop and oh, stuff? Just the outside no? of it? Was enough? Yeah, you could just touch it, and the oils. Would we get weren't sure. We weren't sure what Burn happened. These bushes, okay? These should not They're, just be around. It's all yes, yeah. It was by. It was in the Airbnb A or, property that we were staying on. This yeah. Airbnb, yeah. And Wild growing. He chilies. had been looking at them, and we thought they were berries. We thought, and then yeah. after that freak out and not knowing what happened, we're I like, tasted. He may have eaten a poison berry. Maybe. I tasted one, thinking it was still a berry. And no. after I bit into it, you I was like, like "Whoa, okay, this oh, is that is so hot." If I was two years old. <laughs> And I've never exactly. experienced spice in that way. Right. You'd be like, I'm dying. I like, would, he yes. Didn't even, he didn't even, he wasn't at that point even able to verbalize, like, it's spicy, you know? Like, right. now sure. he right. could at least be like, it's a spicy pepper. But right. now, then at he was point, just, was like, just like, death, shrieking. Yeah. Death. Death is, is raining down on us. I know. It was I, terrifying for terrifying. everybody. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, so did you end up going to a hospital? Like, no, what do you do in that? I got, like, a wet rag and, like put it on his face and like got him really clean i cleaned it off with soap i had to clean it really well and just like tried to like cool it down and then he fell asleep on dan and maybe i'm just like cynical now too but like i feel like doctors and hospitals don't really do that much unless you have like a serious like broken leg but most of the time they're just like yeah i don't know it'll pass yeah a bottle (laughs) full of pills maybe they could pump your stomach right right they have the tools but most of the time they're like yeah i don't know maybe an advil might help uh you know call us back if it still hurts yeah jeez okay i'll do it myself thanks (laughs) yeah I was eating chocolate cake a couple weeks ago, mm. and mm. I didn't think anything fell on the ground, and probably nothing did fall on the ground, well. but I saw Mabel lick oh. the floor, and I lost it. <laughs> I, like, started sweating. I My know. stomach sunk. Now, they can have, like, the tiny, and there's probably, like, because for dogs, what? It's like if they actually, if it's like, dark raw, chocolate dark chocolate. Or cacao, cacao or something like so that. So chocolate it's- cake with so much sugar and flour and stuff, it's probably barely... Right. Well, yeah. I but it's still scary. He didn't scared. know that. I, oh, he didn't I mean, know yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yes. He and they don't really tell that. you how no. they're just like don't ever give a dog chocolate. Exactly. Don't ever do it. You know, exactly. so you don't know. Right. Everything on the internet says like if they have like a mol- a quark you die. Chocolate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Quark. laughs> Subatomic <laughs> particle. You <laughs> die really, from it. It's so powerful. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I like lost it. Uh, uh, I'm like, she had just had her last chemo at oh. that, like maybe a week or two before. And I was like, I can't believe she beat cancer and I fucking killed her with chocolate cake. I called <laughs> the like animal poison control line. And they're their very first thing they do is like, do you have sixty five dollars? You have to pay before they'll even tell you. Before you any answers, they're like, credit card number, please. I'm like, my animal's dying. She's like, what is the CVC code? I did the same thing. (laughs) I had put on. I had put on this like uh, like months ago. I had put on this like um, mosquito repellent that had like uh, um, lemon oil, essential uh, essential lemon oil on it, and cats can't have essential oils. I didn't and know that. Squee licked my leg, just like one little lick. Oh, and, and I changed the course of the evening. I changed the course of the, the, the same place. We called <laughs> the, the course same place. of the time space continuum. Really, just nothing has been the same the ever vibe. since. But yeah, but is that kind of like obsessive thought? And I so I think about like all the things that can that that can hurt them, and then I obsess about those things. You don't smoke weed, Andy? No. Nope. Nope. No, Tylenol no, 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 PM. Never. That's it. I know that's yeah, what because he said Tylenol PM. Yeah, I wasn't, exactly. I wasn't Would you be willing to try it? The, like, I think I'm too old at this point. No, no, that's <laughs> come on. Get out of here. There's you got Boo. cancer patients in there that are dying that are token up to like get a little relief. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long have you guys been together? 
12 years. years. Okay, uh, I, was I thought it was like about the same time as us. Yeah. Wow. Is that about, that's the same together. time? We're yeah. 11 and a half right wow. Oh my gosh. That's we amazing. Were, yes. 2009. Cool. We met yeah, in April and then yes. we started dating by like October. And then how many months in, in, until you ended it with the um, tech bro? Well, <laughs> I don't know what else to call. Oh, poor guy. Um, yeah, we met in April. Then we like, I feel like started getting crazy like a couple months later. So mm-hmm. it was probably like summertime. July, yeah, summertime. Yeah, it was like Summer three or four city, months. Oh, yeah. Our first was kiss PCM? was on the day uh, Michael Jackson died. Yes. Michael Jackson oh. died the day we first oh. kissed. Um, <laughs> that's what brought you together. That's what, what it was. We were together. so happy. Also, I was very happy because I had just done, my team, Kate, had done cage match with Death by Ruru. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're <laughs> oh, a big night for okay, me. Okay, oh, my that God. is a sentence that means Hold nothing I don't to... Want to I don't even want to explain that to the listener. Don't even. But you know. You feel it, Andy. You know, you know. If you know, you no, you're but lucky. No one you're knows. Lucky. You're so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, you're lucky. You're yeah. lucky. Exactly. Yeah, if don't. you know, you know, and if you don't, you're lucky. You're yeah. lucky. Like just, just don't. Just don't know this. Yeah. So we got together in October of 2009, and then okay. we got engaged in 2014, married in 2015, and now we've been together 12 years. Dead yeah. in. We died. Uh, <laughs> Dead in twenty forty nine. Yeah, so have the our first child in two thousand eighteen. Uh huh. And it just keeps going. We just and you want to have another one? Things. What's that? We do. You want to have another one? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Well, we should. You know say... what though? I've heard that it's much easy. Like I know it sounds insane that two no, would be much easier. No, it's not that. It's like, do we need another Caucasian child? Yes, Naomi. <laughs> well, as remember you bird. came on our our yes. podcast and we had this conversation where you were trying to convince us not to have kids i think that's what uh-huh. it was. probably and i you're very right we do not need another caucasian child um and i don't know what to say i don't know what but to you say. just need it you just want it you just want another little baby yes Who i want just to, i like feel you. like we you can, just want another person that I looks just like, like you i have permission to um <laughs> replace myself and dan has permission to replace himself and then we're done two two is uh, the uh-huh. limit i see wait I see. wait i want to go back for a second because I'm real, I'm still curious about how did you navigate the open relationship, like mm-hmm. the feelings that you about that. Yeah, because it seems that seems difficult to me. It's so difficult, it's and it's not resolved. It's not like it's, a resolved. It's thing. ongoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's ongoing. It's a live wire. Um, also, well, well, like we should also say, nothing has like happened in COVID. It's COVID times, so. right? Yeah. COVID times has also been, yeah, like, tough. But, I mean, before, but like pre-Coco, pre-Coco, we definitely opened up for a little while. We um, we were on dating apps. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people thought we were cheating on each other. Yes, I got I got contacted. I so I, wait now we should we should say this. Yes. I tried it out. Like, Dan tried it. Dan. Yes. I don't know. I just keep doing. I just like saying his name. Like I was sure like, I can't take anything. We both we were on our honeymoon, being like, wouldn't it be great to go on a first date with someone? And just like get laid, and then we came home from our honeymoon and made Tinder accounts. <laughs> Like I here's my understanding of it as someone who's not actively as like a pursuer of this. Yeah. I understand the I understand it. You know, like we would talk yeah, Kelly and I would talk like that would be crazy. Like we're just gonna end up the two of us together for the rest of our lives. That That's impossible. It seems impossible. And it seems like most people are made miserable by that. Not everybody, but many yeah. people are. And I feel like at some point Monogamy's something's a construct. <laughs> some, <laughs> Something will change or something, 
you know, something would happen. Of course, I, in my mind, I'm just saying these things and I'll never like act on it. In Kelly's mind, she'll act on it. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, we've had to do some like... But we did a grand experiment. Yeah, we've done a couple of experiments and they've gone good and terribly. Yeah. <laughs> like there have been huge crashes. A little crashes. horrible, a little bit of great. But like, you know, we're buds and we're together. So we're figuring it out. We are. Yeah. But yeah. like we've had, yeah, we've it had our like biggest we've... fights have been about that. Yes. Our biggest fights are that. Yeah, of course. But and... also it's like, look, it's just your life. It's not the biggest deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so what? You get a little mad. I get, yeah, you get jealous. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It's, it's really nice to like, I think a cool part about the whole situation and i listen to a lot of fucking like podcasts about yeah, this your shit. esther perel and stuff yeah yes. it's like very kelly uh-huh, i'm very into now. yeah i'm always exploring this uh on my own for sure and talking about it with people on my podcast i'm not stuff. exploring it at all Dan i just hear yet. about it secondhand from kelly and go uh-huh oh oh okay i didn't know that <laughs> but a cool part about it is like going deeper into the emotions we have together and like facing some of the most difficult emotions you can have in life. Like some people think that jealousy is the worst possible thing. And they, they say, well, don't you get jealous? And it's like, yes, but is that so bad? Like to be jealous? Like we can handle that. Yeah, it sucks as at the time, but it's something like every other feeling. It'll go away. Yeah. And you can like face it and be like and talk about it and be honest and and not just... I don't know. Just be like, well, I'm jealous, so we're not doing it. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. It's been. I feel like it's been like a nice growth mechanism. Yeah, mechanism I, for us. It's again uh, coming from a hot-headed Easter East Coast Jewish family. This is not. This <laughs> stuff does not come naturally. But it's something that it's been interesting. I don't know. I, it's like, why not mm-hmm. try stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to come mm-hmm. to. I, I have to convince myself a lot <laughs> of the time that I'm not like a bad person. Because oh, I mm-hmm. am the gas behind this shit, and it makes me feel <laughs> terrible. Like, I'm just like, why am I like this? Can I just be normal? Like, why am I not just happy doing this and, mm. like, thinking about it every once in a while? I would be oh. much, I think I would be much more chill, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but then that's just who I am, and I feel like I have to embrace all the good shit that's come with it. And what is normal, uh, you know? Exactly. What's normal now is weird 20 years ago. So right. it's, you know, I don't totally. know. I'm I can watch sure. TV on my phone. That's yeah. true. Yes, you know it, what I mean. I mean, yeah. even the, the fact. I mean, we we are consuming so much content now. Like, do you guys watch TV constantly? I don't remember doing this like ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I I play a game on my phone while watching. Oh, of course, like, of course, I no you got to double screen just it. Watch the television. Yeah, no, you, you know need another I mean? screen. Like, you you got to add like, to the that's fun. That's not good. That's yeah. not good. It's not. Either. I would actually suggest you should try to put your phone away as you're watching it because I was. I have did. a wholesome watching of television. Yes, yeah, experience. yeah. Don't forget to enjoy your television. <laughs> Mindfully watch television. But we were, <laughs> there are times where I'm not paying, we catch each other. Basically, I will start looking at my phone without knowing I'm doing it. And Kelly will yeah. be like, are you watching? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. You got to rewind. We yeah. got to go back. And it's, but I don't even, I can't even control myself at this point. Yeah. I'm so yeah. addicted. Yeah. I love, yeah, I, I love all my screens. I mean, do you guys have Emmy's fever? 
Um, <laughs> Absolutely I'm going, not. Even just the creative arts Emmys I'm going not. nuts for. The one thing that I observed was Nicole Byers' amazing dress. Yeah. That, yes. we got, you, I observed for that. the dress. I observed her incredible hair and makeup. And I said, she looks great for the Emmys. And that's all I needed to know. I don't know <laughs> if she won. I don't care. I just think right. she looked great. <laughs> Actually, I, I do you. hope she won. But whatever. I don't think she did. I don't think she did. But it's okay. Um, well, it but matter. yeah, no, I don't have Emmys fever. And I love that. <laughs> I love that about I don't think we watched enough new stuff. We we basically have stopped watching movies too. I feel like movies have become like the new book where it's like <laughs> who's reading, you know? Is this from your stand-up act? Yeah, how did it go? Did it work well? Stand- <laughs> did do a very funny one hour stand up special. Oh yes, uh, yes. Uh, I'll have to add that. That that yes. would have fit in very well. Oh, well yeah. Movies are the new book. Well, right? I'm sure people are doing that as a bit now, but they are. I mean I feel like someone reading a book is like someone watching a movie now. You're just like, wow, good for you. Like you watched you an, entire, an entire, movie. an entire Incredible. movie. I think you're, I think that's just you and other parents. <laughs> oh yeah. Parents. I think that's more parents. Yeah. I think so. Cause yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. my God, nothing better than tucking Full in with movie. an action. Yeah. With an action flick. Yeah, that's true. Sure. Yeah. That's something that like as a parent, flick. you don't have the energy for. Well, and another yeah. way Dan and I differ is that I could sit here and watch a movie right now at one fifteen in the afternoon. And Dan, that would be the most insane thing Dan has ever done. If I have too much did. anxiety yep. for that. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. And I'm then binge watching. You can't to... binge watch anything. We we watch mm-hmm. one episode tops. Yeah, I can't see. But like, will you at least do like a, a new episode the next day? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you'll go through it quickly, but you wouldn't just sit and watch a whole series. Mm-mm. No, though we've done it a couple times, but no, I... I... You feel guilty? You feel guilty? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, I think why? I also like, just you... don't like it. I don't like anything that much. <laughs> To, enough to just sit there and keep consuming it. I'm he gets like tired I, of it. Like yeah. he also he has so much energy, but like if he goes on a run, he'll come back and be like, "Oh, that was so boring," or something. <laughs> yeah, I hate running. Like I can't running do sucks. this. I'm like, you would think it would be perfect for his energy to just like yeah. get out there and. Well, run that's down why going back to me and Naomi working together. That's why I'm usually in a fairly good mood at work unless things are going that badly. Work is, is good that like for I'm Dan. getting tasks. Um, yeah. in a place where I'm being productive. Like that's all I need to do. Um, it's so funny because yeah. I don't feel like it's productive at all. Well, it's not actual <laughs> it's productivity. It's really my problem with it. Not where I'm actual. Like, Could we just make a decision? Because I don't know why we're going back and forth. Sorry, a package was just delivered, so our dog is barking. Why do they have Wallace. to beep and or knock? Uh, just leave the package. We know it's there. More stand-up. <laughs> See, me, more, I always, I always want... <laughs> I really can stand up. No, but yeah, I'm always like, can we just make a decision and go to the next thing? I love that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel. Do, I too it doesn't hate feel like the bullshit conversations. A that lot go in of talking, but just like a lot of like, and another pitch, and another pitch. Mm. Look, if nothing's working for you, maybe we shouldn't be writing this program. Okay. <laughs> Shut and it then down. I'm out the door. I'm out the door. Shut it down. Nothing is this fucking important. Wait, Are no, you crazy? We're not solving the world's problems. <laughs> Do you think is that like a defeatist side? Like you just like if it, if some if you don't get the solution you want in yeah. a few tries, you're just like yeah, yeah, forget yeah, it yeah, then, yeah, just yeah. give up. Absolutely, absolutely. I only do things I'm good at. Ooh, yes, yeah. I want to excel. <laughs> yeah, I'm like not a yeah, no, 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 no. Not a tinkerer. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you guys have hobbies? No. Oh, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I was, I've been telling Naomi since we moved to Los Angeles. She needs a I've hobby. Been telling Naomi. Yes, yeah, I do. Hobbies. I I play music. I mean, I, I was in a band a long oh, time ago. That's great. I, I Classic music. 
class. You should get a uh, guitar menorah. That would be great for you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should buy that for you. Uh, is your name Marty? <laughs> yes. Ackerman? Yes, it is. Um, uh, wait, Kelly, when did you... F- Andy, Kelly's like, tired. We have to oh. go soon. We, yeah, but I, I just... Uh, <laughs> Gotta get like out One here. or two more questions. Because, like, when did you, like, come to acceptance? Like, what, you, you said you kind of, like, fought against it. Like, um, that, that you were poly or that um, you want an open relationship. And you, you when mm-hmm. did you, like, kind of, like, say, hey, this is me. This is who I am. Well, I think I really, you know, I was kind of doing that work over the last several years with my therapist. Um, but last summer, things came to a head again. And I finally started to feel like maybe um, it was like an undeniable part of myself, you know, and not like a glitch or a defect or a thing I had to get under control. It was Mm -hmm. like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is part of me and we're going to keep talking about it and like make Mm -hmm. it okay to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So and then part of the podcast that I started last year, <clears throat> it used to be called the squirt, by the way. Um, but now it's called, the water. <laughs> see, that's why I changed the name. That's okay. why I changed the name. You have to realize Naomi is sex negative and I'm sex mm. neutral. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's uh, why okay. I have that response. My, well, yeah, yeah. My podcast is very sex pause. Yeah. Um, it's called, what are you into? And that has been like very big for me as far as like getting over the shame and being vulnerable about who I really am as a bisexual poly leaning mom who is 38. <laughs> it should be noted that on our, la- on our podcast together that when we had a show, my nickname was the eunuch jester because that was <laughs> my, um, we determined that was like my flirtation style as like a child yeah. was like, it was just so harmless and so unsexual. Fun, non-threatening. Uh-huh. Non-threatening. Yeah. You're just laughing yep. at me and my inability to procreate. And that is, <laughs> my therapist points out, like, that's why I picked him. Like, I needed, yeah. I needed that. The support of a eunuch. Yes. Yeah. So I am, all, I am, I was also, you know, I am, uh, what w- you know, wrestling, grappling with the uh, sex positivity and that sort that's all new to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess to Kelly, too. It is new. Yeah, it's new to me, too. Because I I spent high school getting real rowdy, getting real slutty, then getting trampled by society, and then being like, okay, that's not good. I can't do that. Like, I can't be sexually expressive because all my girlfriends will turn on me and all Mm -hmm. the dudes will pounce on me. So I, like, turned it around big time and repressed for a while. So I'm kind of trying to re... I don't know... Uh, embrace my slut side that I know is there that just wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to be there for a while. I do think also the comedy community is fairly sex negative in general. Like I think a lot. Of, I think so. Yeah. Like because that's, again, that's like going going sure. back to the like the freak side of people's personalities are on stage. Then you go to their home life. And I think a lot of people crave that stability of just like very normal, uh, tasteful, modest (laughs) homes and home life. Um, But, you know, I think from the outsider's perspective, it would almost seem like, look how crazy these people are on stage. They must be the most insane polyamorous. They must be having orgies every day. And it's like, no no way. These people go inside and yeah, don't want to do anything. 
<laughs> hate everything. Hate everything. Hate everybody. <laughs> See, I thought of it as a very horny place. Everyone was like, we like maybe like, like a little bit of band other. camp, but like heteronormative, like, heteronormative. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like we could definitely make out outside. I could definitely like pressure you into sex. Of course, that's all cool. But like, as far as anyone being expressive or getting pleasure or fulfillment out of any of this, like that was never part of it, and that was never part of it in any experience I've had until mm-hmm, recently. Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. a new priority for me. Did yeah, you have another question? Or that's anything? fun. Yeah, it is fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. It no, works no, for I, you. I, I'm like, sure. Sure. Andrew. <laughs> what? No, no. I was just curious about like when, no, uh, I, I, I feel uh, my curiosity has been satisfied. Yeah. Curiosity has been satisfied. Sex neutral curiosity. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Me and well, no, it was her. more of like an existential question. Right. Like, mm-hmm. when did you like come into your own? Yeah. Like, I, I well, feel... might not, that maybe has not happened yet. Yeah. Maybe not fully. Like, I feel like I had a really crazy mushroom trip the year after I had a kid that was really big for me. And, yeah, I feel like it's just been one thing after the other of being like, oh, wow, another layer. <laughs> so that's exciting. Another layer? Another layer. crazy onion mm-hmm. we call life. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that's Until next one. time. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that's how you wrap up every show. <laughs> another layer has been peeled back oh. to the crazy onion of life. Wow, I, I, this is a whole new side of you guys that I never knew. So, uh, Here we are. Uh, are you so happy, Andy? Yeah, oh, I know you well, are. I feel he like I've got so past, many questions. I've gotten past the anxiety that I felt. Oh, All right. That's so good, Andrew. And what about you guys? You came in with no anxiety. You're leaving with no anxiety? Tons. I can't wait to get back to it. <laughs> Dan I miss has, it. Dan came in with anxiety. Yeah, I said, I was like, I'm nervous to do this. Oh, I, I think, but for me, it's more just doing anything is hard. <laughs> A podcast sure. talking to people. I feel like I don't talk yeah. to people anymore yeah. um, since yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID and being a dad. I yeah. mostly talk to a child and a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to a wife. Yeah. <laughs> My wife. My wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, yeah, I'm not like talking to people anymore. Dan was yeah. anxious. I, I think he probably feels better now. And then yeah, he'll I go back great. to being anxious after this. Yeah. What am I going to do with my life yeah. after yeah, yeah, this? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> what, well, do I do? what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? What do I do? And that is our episode. <laughs> yes, what do I do? Think about uh, it. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.